to Canberra Metalheads. Um, this is episode 81. Um, I think this is the fourth year with me running the show as well. So we're, we're closing in on the end of the fourth year. Um, we had the previous episode that uh, Haydox and I did with uh, f- the fellas from Frenzel Rom. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've always spoken, even before we scored the Frenzel interview, we've been chatting about getting Charlotte on here from Charlotte and Harlots. How are you doing? Good, good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think initially it's crazy how things go full circle so um when i first started doing the show i always wanted to as well as the international bands also cover as many of the locals as possible as well and i think in the now 81 episodes we've basically covered off as many internationals as we could and nearly every local band Mm. that has been available for interviews so it it wouldn't be complete without covering yourself and and getting charlotte and harlots i remember um even back in like one of my previous jobs um we were chatting about like bands with cool catchy names yeah and i think in the top two that we we did like a little office survey of canberra local bands that had like um like names that roll off the tongue mm. um there was th- it was a neck and neck tie between charlotte and the harlots oh that's actually really cool yeah. and um teen jesus and the teen and the gene teasers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah yeah so um that was pretty cool it's like because like i work in it so i have a, there's a lot of metalheads in and, and and like alternative um listeners in that realm so yeah it was cool cool to like now come full circle and oh, then and that. then have Glad you on the I show on the list. yeah, yeah. so in awesome. the in the it segment of yeah. you know the of, of thing um it definitely ranked dimension so um especially when all the the there's charlotte and then all the boys the harlots are all you know they're yeah. all boys yeah that yeah. makes it even better i reckon yeah that's true like i've um I think every harlot needs a Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's really cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, we did the previous episode. Friends were wrong. You guys got um, you were on that on that gig. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a couple of weeks ago now, but I mean, and it was a fun night for everyone. How did you guys find it? It was so much fun. Like, obviously, um, we recorded the album that we did with Jay so we were super stoked to be able to actually like play it like yeah. for him yeah um because he hadn't really like seen us live before um and obviously like meeting all oh, the you other saw you play at the um denim fest when you, you just played up there yeah with... but like our new oh album. yeah sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the one that mean. he recorded where's yeah, yeah, denim yeah, fest I'll, I'll um, I think that was at the Marrickville Bolo. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Do, we do. They should bring Belko it to Danny. One every year. Do they should bring it to Danny, the Danny Danum Fest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all the it's all Fuck the, the like Master Jugend. They they do it all, and you know, like um, but it's for uh, Free West Papua. Yeah, that's where all the money goes to. But yeah, so um, he was playing. And we were playing, and Charlotte was playing. Yeah. And then they talked, and then later on he, he recorded their yeah their, their album. He's pretty much like an uncle to me now. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. We're pretty good friends. It's really nice. cool. Oh, uh, before we get it further into it, before like mm. people that don't know, 
Hayden Charlotte's old band, just so yes. that people know the relationship yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll sort of put two and two together. With so why is his fucking co-host just slapping her in the arm and shit? I can sometimes do my own podcast as a viewer as well. Like I got the foresight yeah. to see how someone else might see it. Like, well, that's the best way to be. Like, yeah. even, like, um, people talk about that, like, uh, for example, like, Dave Grohl talks about that, um, being a musician and, like, understanding your fans and stuff mm. because you're a fan yourself. Like, you have yeah. to be able to see both sides of things. It's such a cocky way to say it, but it's true for me. Like, as much as cocky as and egotistical as this sounds, Kanye has a, has a thing that he says, and he's renowned for being insane, right? Yeah. But he has a thing. He's like, the worst thing is I'll never be able to watch one of my own shows. Yeah. But it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I feel that way sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I want to be able to kind of like, obviously you see videos, but I want to feel what the crowd feels so I can yeah. sort of improve or like change something or just sort of like feel and it. That, and yeah. that's the other thing too. I think a lot of bands forget, and I've been in bands since the you know, night early 90s, is that, yeah, they might fucking hate the song that they're playing, right, because yeah. they've played it a million times, but it's not about you. Yeah. The people out the front there, buy your records, buy your shirts, share them and everything like that. So if you've played that song a million times, mm. you know... They, want, they go there to hear that song. And, and that's such yeah, a 70 like, thing that they, like I'm not playing that. If you go there and they don't play your favourite song, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm. And, and you're like real shitty about and it. Like, you know, and okay, some people don't like Dave Grohl. Some people don't like, you know, these other bands. But, you know, if if he didn't play, what, what what's what's the song that the most famous one they play? Everlong. Yeah, if they didn't play Everlong, mm. there'd be a national, international out. incident. You mm. know what I mean? Like at a gig, you know what I mean? So... And you know they always riot. yeah, and they'd always play like a cover as their last song or whatever. A lot of bands did that, you know, and and you know Black Sabbath. Not if they didn't play some, they still play it. And and a lot of these younger bands now think they're that cool that they're just going to play the album, but the song, you know, all they, you know, songs that people wanted to hear, you know, their first album or or EP or whatever. Mm. And if they don't play them, people get the shits, mm, you know. Mm. And I learnt that very early on as when I was in a band like because we I was in a band called Self-Inflicted and then we had to change to Treebeard because we got kicked out of Brisbane because I had to fight with Deuce and Powderfinger but anyway long, cut long story short we got banned from club up <laughs> there and it spread it spread so it we sucks eh? it sucks when your old man beat up Powderfinger and <laughs> yeah, you I actually like, like their the music <laughs> yeah. they were both no, like young and fucking stupid yeah they're good guys but anyway so we uh, did you out. fingered Powderfinger <laughs> we, got, we got kicked out of Brisbane because the main the main criminal that ran everything I was calling him a fuck whip from stage because he wouldn't give us our fifth card on our rider and uh but anyway so we learned really on early on if you didn't play the songs <laughs> that people wanted to hear Ooh. they'd get the shits wait speaking of riders you know what i do you know my little secret that i'm going to confess right now what so oh, here we go the inside when, scoop when we're playing with other bands if i'm like chatting to people and stuff i'll go in to get a beer Everyone's fucking taking the beer, so I'll take a couple out and I'll yeah. stash it. Yeah. And then I'll go back and everyone's like, there's no beer left. Where'd I you thought get I it? taught you that. No. <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> 
Yeah. 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 No, well done. You so did good. teach her, but just via genetics, not yeah. with your yeah, mouth. It's yeah, it's in my blood. It's yeah. in my blood. Yeah. That's yeah. like yeah. that's like, the that's the pirate bush ranger coming out. Uh, that's yeah. um when Lukey and I did Heathen Fest, we put on a uh, um six case rider for ten bands. That's mm. like not too bad. Um, Our band used to have five. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't always get them, so I'd be out the back stealing and so what, like what, that. So what we did is um, we started, started the night, three cases in, in the thing. Yeah. And then two hours later, two cases, and then oh, two so hours like, later, one exactly, case. Yeah. And yeah. just so that all the bands that played last that don't like to get drunk before their set actually had a rider Everyone when they finished. Everyone gets a go. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's, that's well nice. done. Yeah, it was really good, man. Yeah, we got so good. they don't have to, like... Get beers yeah, and stash it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's I've I, dude, I, yeah. I've I've heard stories. That's why I gave you that freezer bag. I've heard yeah. so. Yeah, it's a I carry, I carry it's a DIY so much bag. shit. I don't need it. <laughs> no, Dad got me a bag the other day, On right? Like a, a little travel bag. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he like I was, he was showing me, and I'm like, oh yeah, like cool, whatever. And he's like, and look, you can stash your goon in there. And he pulls out like one of those like water things. But that it's was, in like, a secret zip. And yeah. it's so good. Like you can add a full fucking goon bag yeah. in there. Because I love my box wine. Yeah. I'll admit it. It's an acquired All taste. All Australians do. It's an acquired taste, but I love uh, Do you want to know the wine. secret with mixing box wine so it tastes good? It Better, okay, good. okay. For, Orange that, juice? For those, of, for those of you that aren't fucking... Um, Sh- Charlotte's or Harlots. Yeah. Um, the the secret was because I worked at Woolies. I learnt this from oh, okay. from working the fridge section on Friday yeah. nights and wondered why we always sold out this one particular item. Mm-hmm. Do you know the concentrate? that you use to make up juice it's like a home brand fucking looks like it's like a 300 mil like no in like a little a mini milk jug oh yeah 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 you put that to like two liters of water and it and it makes makes it like a tropical juice and shit yes but water already liquid (laughs) yeah right yep so you get your goon bag and you get one of those Ah. one to four liters of goon and it just makes it like taste like a tropical fucking elixir yeah I might be polite and get that for my friends that come over so yeah. they don't have to deal with my box line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best one is the, um, there's a, it's a passion fruit and orange. It makes okay. it taste like yeah. tropical. Yeah. Cool. We used to get, there we used go. to drink, uh, when we couldn't afford Coopers, we would drink Passion Pop. Yeah. Oh, and, that's good. And we Seven actually months. had a song <laughs> about Passion Pop and one of the lyrics is $1.95 for a permanent smile. That's <laughs> how, and when it went up to two, Sounds like an ad. When we when we went up to two fifty, yeah. we nearly lost our shit. Yeah. Like that was like, hey, come on, that's a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. You're taken away from me. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, that's how much it, how uh, that's all it was back then. Spew yeah. Manty and Passion Pop was a dollar ninety five. Spew what? Spew Manty. Mm-hmm. That's what it made you do. Spew. Um, we were chatting before i forgot to like try oh, and keep it on tray we gotta I, I gotta try and steer it as best i can yeah, as yes. much as i love the fucking stories and yeah, shit yeah, yeah. um we, we were chatting before about like the the previous episode friends of rom you guys did the support mm-hmm. um before you so you said that it was good to be able to perform live the yeah. the record the recording you did yeah. um and did you get a chance album. to chat to jay as well like 100 yeah. like after the shows like 
everyone's sort of, especially in Gingerbine, we went to like the bar and stuff afterwards. Mm. We were chatting till like what, like five a.m. Mm. till the birds started I left, coming I up. I left them up there. I said, "Look, I'm going to yeah. bed because I'd had the the operation." And I'm glad I did because, like, my son was we mucking really up with them. Bonded. And, mm. We yeah. really bonded. We really bonded. Charles, we talking with him for ages. I really, like, learnt a lot from him and, like, really confided in him about, he's like... he's such a cool guy. Mm. Just being a musician and, like, what I've learnt so far and, like, things I needed advice on. Mm. And he was just so cool. It was, like, literally just talking to someone at a family barbecue. Like, Fuck he's yeah. just the chillest fucking yeah. dude. I've got nothing bad to say about they, they, they say never meet your heroes, but when you meet someone that you really respect, especially mm. music and, you know, from old school, when you meet them and they're cool people, mm. it's a good thing. And yeah. you found that through the supports you've done, mm. you know? All all of the supports we've done, especially with, like, the the older sort of bands and guys that have been around Which for a guy, while, yeah. um, you know, like, I Pardon. sort of thought at first, or maybe they've just been nice to me. Turbo Belka. Because yeah. they're, like, dad's <laughs> mates or whatever, but yeah. they genuinely, like are really good guys that make me feel mm. comfortable and answer any questions that I have and have always had really good feedback. Yep. And, and they like your music. Really, yeah, and they do. They're like, not they going to put a shit band on. like my music and it's, like, really encouraging. Mm. I feel like we sort of... Um, I'm not sure if it's the kind of music that we play or maybe, like, the old school sort of attitude that we have, but I find that a lot of the younger crowd maybe don't really, like, get us as much. Mm. So it's really cool to, like earn that respect from like the legends well you don't cool. you don't wear your guitars high enough charlotte you got you've got your guitar down like where blackie's got it or jasper, maybe has, a bit his, higher. jasper has his bass down yeah. to his knees i watched a video yeah. like online like filthy from he corn. Was literally it was down to his knees have really you seen ankles. any of the live videos of corn like filthy yeah. from oh, corn yeah. Yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So the reason used to have like a, a um chain yeah as a as a strap on his bare skin and he'd hang it down to he'd have it like mm. nearly to the floor like he was just and you then know. you're like why do i have that hunchback what the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> well that, that comes from, from the loans and that tur- like, turned him into the guitarist from notre dame yeah <laughs> but, but hunchback. The, thing, the thing thing with it is charlotte like yeah you wear your guitars down mm. you guys are You've grown up with I that punk they, rock and that. I'll, hang Your on. name's not Tarquin. I think they also respect me because, like, I carry my own gear. I'm polite to people. Yeah, I'm you're not, not just like, oh, do this, do that. I can't do this. Do it for me. Like, they respect me because I'm, like, putting in the work for it and they can obviously, like, see that. Mm. Um, but and yeah. I'm going to piss a lot of people off here by doing this, and, and actually I could do that for Australia, so I'm glad I'm going to do it. Your name's not Tarquin. You don't wear your guitars up and go yeah, yeah. up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, you stand up. And plus, you have fun. You get your crowd involved. Mm. And for that one night, they're part mm. of Charlton Harlots. And that's yeah. that's a big thing that has been lost, I believe. Yeah. In music today, there's too many people up there that think they're rock stars mm. instead of, you know, the fun thing to do it yourself with like Fugazi and all those bands and the Australian bands like the Hard Ons and, and you know, God and, uh, you know, Tumbleweed and when they were um, proto Energy Pills, everyone did it for themselves. Mm. They brought their friends, friends along mm. and then, yeah, they got bigger and bigger and bigger but they still had that connection with fans where they mm. could, the fan could come up and say to them, hey, can I buy a beer? Mm. You know, mm. and I think that's where it's 
gone full circle. Like we we used to play with bands when we were young, yeah. and those roadies would turn everything down so we sounded shit. They do that to us as well. They always turn us down, and even if we have like, um, you know, like we're at a place that we've never played before, and it sounds like a bit quiet or mm. something, or they have issues with like the PA's and stuff, we're like to the sound guys, all good. We can play in any fucking condition. Yeah. We can do I it. Like, pun- I nearly learn- punched on with that guy up in the Gold Coast, though, that wouldn't fucking listen. I said, take your fucking headphones off and listen to what is happening. Yeah. I liked him. I thought the that I had fun. No. Anyway, I enjoyed it. I didn't punch him. It's New Hayden. Yeah, yeah. Peace, love, and understanding, Hayden. That's well, what it's, I it's nearly like you had a spiritual awakening by punching powder finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I learned that they powdered you up, dude. You yeah. feel you're like a spiritual well, awakening. Like a lot of people don't realise this, you... but those guys were, you know, like people go, oh, fucking powder finger. They could fight. Mm. Like they came from, you know, parts of Brisbane in the suburbs and shit like that. Yeah. But I'll give them that. It's like also they... the bloody era you're in. Like people are just wild. Yeah, well, back then, bands, unless you're mates with other bands, but it was, you were like a gang. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was your gang against yeah. other, and we soon learned <laughs> yeah. that, you know, it, should, it the, doesn't the, have to be like that. The shaman's what just like, the- you first need to punch Powderfinger <laughs> before you reach enlightenment. <laughs> but, like, in Canberra, what I loved about Canberra, even in the 80s and 90s, was the bands were all friends. Yeah. And everyone... You know, were either in each other's bands or they yep. lived with each other, and and I hadn't seen that because where I come from, everyone like you know, you'd say good day to them, but you were against that band, yeah, sort of thing. Like you know a what I mean? Competition, yeah, yeah you were like yeah. competition. It's, whereas it's, here, it's yeah. not like that in Canberra, and that's mm. a lot of people don't, a lot of new crew don't realise that mm. that was back in the nineties, and that was so rare in the eighties and nineties, where bands like Metal for the Brain and yeah. all that, where bands were actually helping each other. And they're in each other's bands, and I'd never seen that before. Yeah, like if you played guitar up there, you weren't going to play drums in another band. Yeah, okay. you were a guitarist. Yeah, yeah. Whereas here, like Charlotte can play drums, she can play guitar. You know, um, tr- the I drummer, try. the drummer in her band, he can play like Everything. all instruments. Everything. Yeah. Like he's a multi instrumentalist. So he's and, a musical genius. Yeah, and and what we don't get, yeah, a lot of people don't realise mm. is that's not a normal thing yeah. for and and it is now but in other parts of Australia but in Canberra it was always like this um, mm. you know like Adam from Alchemist who you know is going to record our Sonic Druid album mm. um, the Jenkins Family Band like he he was an Alchemist but they you know they all like his wife was in Pod People and yeah. you know what I mean so it was all sort of that's uh, what we, I love about camera. It sort of goes around. Now, we, we've performed on the same stage that isn't the basement, and yeah. there's a reason I know why, because I have done comedy at the Polish White Eagle Club. Oh. I love that place. And it's so that's much a great fun. stage. I was so hanging out in the green room, and I seen a Charlotte and the Harlots sticker on the fridge Yeah, in the why green room. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, I know. I tell you a funny mm-hmm. fucking story you know about that crowd. You the rug in there? That's actually Dan's rug. <laughs> oh, really? That, that was from, like, our band room. I don't know why we didn't pick it up, but it's been Friendly's there for drums. ages. It's got like his writing on it and yeah. everything. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, no, it's a f- weird little room, but you it like it out on your last on your on the last show of the tour, didn't you? Yeah, we sold it out. Yeah. Also, be careful. You get locked in that toilet. I've learned that. Oh yeah. So one of the comedians, they said like, oh, um, 
you can use that bathroom, but just don't shit in there. And he's just like, yeah, okay, no worries. And then as soon as that person walks out, he just went and shit in there, dude. And we are just all sitting in there like, what the fuck? Dude? And then he comes out and we had to all pretend that we didn't just know what happened. So we're just sitting there. That's so awkward. <laughs> so we're just and you know how tight that room is, right? Yeah. So you may as well be in there with him. It's like so Breathing fucking tight. Like, yeah. like you're just sitting. Just, I know what you ate. Yeah, you're just, yeah, you're just literally sitting there like, all right, now I need to try and be funny yeah. after that experience. Yeah, what's that smell? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It like, smells like a dead old man. Yeah, it's like, you want to laugh? Then he went and died on stage too. <laughs> but, like with your eyes leaking from yeah. the fumes. For once, we'd prefer to smell his fucking shit than watch his comedy. We're just sitting there like, well, I actually thought, shit. I thought that shit would be the worst thing you did all night. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, no, it's all good. It's like that camaraderie, camaraderie that we all have. Like yeah. you were saying before, um, so different venues, different different mm. um, crowds, and that sort of stuff. How do you find Canberra versus, well, at least basement versus other venues or mm. other? Um, you've got interstate gigs as well. Yeah. How South do you Australia? Yeah. How Melbourne. do you find it changes amongst the different spots? Like in Canberra or just generally in Canberra, everywhere? Canberra compared to everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. As well, is it no? Um, like if you were put out in front of a crowd without knowing the venue, just in mm. front. Would you be able to tell whether that was, like, not from Canberra? Like, the the way the audience reacts? I mean, yes, actually. Yeah. I've noticed that in different states, like, people have different energy. Yeah. And they'll um, stand back, won't they? Yeah, like, we all, we all have, like, a... <laughs> we have, like, a similar, like, fan base, obviously. The same kind of people. Yeah. But I've noticed, like, in Sydney and Adelaide especially... They're like super hypo and mm. like they really love our stuff. Um, and, but I and can, talk to you I can definitely and tell them like, oh, I'm in Sydney or oh, I'm in Adelaide. And they'll talk to you about like guitar sounds and all yeah. sorts of stuff, aren't they? There, like, even like the bar staff and like the sound people and stuff. Mm. Like, it's just like a a different vibe mm. because obviously the I guess like people. Um, if they want to sort of like expand their audience or their bands and stuff, they'll move to another city to get a different energy. Yeah. So I, I do kind of feel that in yeah. different places there are different energies. Yeah. yeah. The Canberra rules. <laughs> yeah. That's a controversial opinion. Well, no, a lot of people bag out <laughs> Canberra, and that's the thing. It's is good Cam for certain Canberra reasons. bands, once someone bags out, oh, you're pretty good from coming from Canberra, it's like... <laughs> People's yeah. Yeah, as soon yeah. as we go to another place yeah. and I say I'm from Canberra, they expect us to be like completely different. Yeah. And they hear us and they're like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I love, I, as a father, I love seeing their band win over new crowds, especially you know, metal dudes. You know yeah, yeah. I'll love? tell you a story in a minute. You know what I love? When I'm walking into a new place where no one knows me and yeah. the band's about to play, I'm in like pink sparkles like cowboy boots i'm mm. um, just like this blonde chick carrying this huge ass amp and they're like what the fuck and then i'm just like and they're, stage like, and they're like oh what like, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. just like a country girl and she's playing like all this heavy stuff Punk rock, yeah. Yeah. yeah i just love surprising people it's fun it's so fun and mixing cool. genres i think that's so important it's cool no, yeah. time when, especially when, lineups if oh, you've got yeah. like different mm. bands on the lineup when yeah. joel and that got them to play to support them right yeah. so um, Witch Girl, awesome freaking band. Yeah. He got um, Charlton Harts to play. And a lot of people were like, where the fuck is Charlton Harts playing with Witch Girl, right? Yeah, and they kind of were like looking at us like... And he, he loves it because, one, he likes the band, and, and, and they all do. But what it is, is 
They like that there's different people in the crowd. You know, if you listen to Witch Girl, you can actually hum them going down the street. Yeah. You can dance to them. Yeah. You know, and then it's not like, you know what I mean? So You can fuck the Witch yeah, Girl, Yeah, dude. exactly. <laughs> but, and, and they had... So and it nearly feels like, like there's four bearded dudes yeah. in the room. <laughs> and it was funny, I was talking to Joel. I was talking to Joel. Is that we, I was out the... I no, was Marcus out, is clean shaven. Yeah, yeah. He's more of a watcher too. He's like dude. this. Yeah, um, we were he out- used to have a white beard. Actually, I think at one point Marcus oh, grew like a little white beard. Oh, um, I'd love to see that. But yeah, this is this this is all behind the music. Sort yeah, of this yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you you were saying? Oh like- yeah, so I was in the crowd, right? <laughs> Charlton had to come on, and you could just see, like, you know, that she'd just People start with a slow. They start off like this. Yeah. She'd start with a slow thing, and then I saw this guy, and they all look the same. They have got a beard, no hair. <laughs> And I saw this guy with his partner, and she's, she, you could tell that she knew about Charlotte and the Harlots, and she yeah. was like, because she's like, dee, dee, dee. and he's like, what are they fucking blank? You know? Yeah, yeah. So she's, Charlotte starts a song, it's blush, starts off, and then she just hits the big muff pedal and the fat ass pedal, mm. and the shastortion that I made her, and it just goes, and you just see him go to his wife and go, hmm. Like that, and by the end of it, he was bobbing his head. And mm. see, I love that. Yeah. You know, even when we were doing those, you guys were doing the stupid sit down. Yeah. Um, because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Which skull them? Everyone had to sit down. Yeah. People getting up, getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah. You I can't sit down at the shop. As, a, as a dad, but also a fan, I love seeing um, them her win over those. You know, the people that are just like, like standing like, back and they slowly start to move towards the stage. Yeah, you know it's like I that seen... line from Almost Famous, like, yeah. I see that one guy in the crowd <laughs> and he's not getting off and I make him get off. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I hope. Well, I, that's it. That's like my favorite movie of all but time. Yeah, I've seen but um, it's good. Youngie from King Parrot, those people playing oh. play pool. So oh, he, he goes he, up to him. He went up, grabbed the pool cue off one of them and <laughs> sunk the black ball. <laughs> And said, now you just can come up and watch. Oh, my God. That is the most he, boss move no, I've ever heard. Like, he, he, I was there when he went up to this guy that wasn't doing much, just, like, sitting there and looked like he was pissed off. And he was like, in the guy's face. And the guy's like. That's, like, totally unicorn. And I'm, like, think, and I'm thinking, please don't come to me. Please don't come to me. Yeah, that's like, um, there's, there's some made totally a unicorn do that. Someone, yeah, totally yeah. unicorn full came out into the crowd and was doing cartwheels and shit. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? fuck is going on? This is the best shit I've ever seen. Yeah, but you should be so, used to it seeing Turbo Belco. Yeah, I know, but I, I just wasn't, like, expecting it. <laughs> cartwheels, so cool. um... No, they, they, yeah, they, they're they a great rip. band to watch. And they even get, the, like, the microphone lead and, like, do skipping and shit, and I'm just yeah. like, this is I, fucking I, best I, um, band. remember once we had a band came to the basement, rule. and they were like, um, before we start, um, part of their, um, tech requirements, they needed an 8-metre XLR cable. Because they didn't have a wireless mic. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we're like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> so you know, you know, it's about to go down. You know, you know the fucking um, sound desk at the basement house yep. got that little um, bench at the behind it, yep. like a little bar. Yeah. He the walked. Safety bench. He walked all the way up there, stood on a stool, and stood on the back of the sound desk and performed to like the back of the room as That's well. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, he had like a. What rope. band was this? Um, it was it was a cover band. It was like oh. a '90s cover band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was. Um, I think it was either Royale with Cheese or one of the ones that like pack out the place. Yep. Um, but it was. 
the thing was, it was like pre-written. Like he knew he was going to do that. Yeah. So it kind of took a bit of the like, and made it a bit cheesy because like they were just like, we need an eight meter cable. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, all right. So then. it's not like seeing the VBs play when Nora just decides just to get decides up on the to bar get up there, yeah. and start walking along in his oh, thongs. I love Nora. Yeah. Yeah. So they grew up with the VBs as well. Yeah. My, yeah. my yeah. kids. So they've had a good uh, pedigree of music, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Nashville Pussy. Turbo Negro, like we just, yeah, yeah, bit and, of you, everything. and you just all played all my genres. albums, yeah, yeah. I used to just like, you know, put the records on and stuff like. Yeah. Then we'd practice stage diving off the lounge. What? What? <laughs> oh, it- that time I stage dove in Southport and nearly fucking hit my head on the ground and pulled a Jack Black from School at Rock. Oh, yeah. that Do you remember cool. that? Yeah. Like I was so. She jumped. This is at, at Southport. This yeah. is on the tour. She jumped off, right, into I these people. I was so drunk, I was just like, let's fucking go. And, 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 <laughs> she was, this is on my birthday, her head was like, just like, near the I ground. I like, die. And all these guys have grabbed her, and chicks have grabbed her, and like, sort of just went, whoop, <laughs> put her back on the stage. And I just thought, yeah, I didn't even cool. notice it was bad until someone showed me a video, and I'm like, oh my fucking she w- if God. If she hit the floor, man. I would have died. It, yeah. been. it was bad news. Well, you would have lost your tooth, at least. T- talking of uh, Jack Black stage, drive oh, i yeah. did that with youngie from king parrot yeah. so when that same era like early it was probably even the same gig he jumped off the stage everyone clears out i think i'm surrounded by people i go to grab him thinking that i've got like support from everyone else <laughs> oh no and he just i grab him by the um by the legs yeah and he just like an NRL flops tackle. over my shoulders. So I'm just spinning around in the mosh with him, just flopped over my shoulder, still singing. And, he's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm just spinning around. So, so I go funny. up to the bar and just sit him on the bar. I'm like, what do you want? And he's like, I don't drink. So I just grabbed him and took him back. Sat him. I this think is, you told me that Yeah, so this, yeah, is, great. this is... I've told it on the show before. That's why I'm blazing through it. But... Um, not everyone listens to every episode, no. so like mm. I think that that's relatable that's to this a great story. story. Um, threw him back on the thing, dude, and um, that that was like I didn't know that he was sober. Then it's well documented now, but yeah. it was it wasn't actually. I think he hadn't been sober for too long. Like it mm. was it was early. It was when King Parrot was like you could still see King Parrot for ten bucks. You know, yeah. like like I've got. Um, I was probably at that show. Yeah, well, actually, I've, I've got the poster here somewhere. I'll show you guys after, but I've got a few posters here in the shed from, like, I keep a lot of posters, but I frame the ones which are, like, I remember, like, that was a, at the time, that was a pinnacle. Like, yeah, in yeah, that, yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's good to keep, keep, I think it can get out of control. You just end up having fucking heaps of posters, but mm. I try to make an effort to yeah. keep the ones that I remember. I had remember. so many because we support a lot of bands. And yeah. Probably the pinnacle for us was supporting Fagazi, but the thing was, I had all so this sick. memorabilia, like so much stuff, and then I had a partner that put it all out on the lawn and burn it. Mm. So yeah, good times. <laughs> I'd love Dude. to see her that on was, Monday. That was before she hit me in the head with the cricket bat. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, at least she kept it Australian. Exactly. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it yeah. would have been bad if it was a baseball. Baseball bat. bat. Yeah. yeah. Um, now here's a question that I that. Um, would be cool I figured because um, we've got Hayden here and everything like that for both of you what's it like um, oh, so first up has there ever been any bands that you both have supported and now like so originally you've supported them and then now you've supported them what's it like can I tell like? you that story yeah what's, what's that like 
I always wanted to be in a band when I was a teenager. Yeah. And I loved the hard-ons, bands like the hard-ons, Stupids, God, Bored, all those sort of bands, right? Thrust, which is an awesome Gold Coast band. And I want to be in a band. So I went and saw the hard-ons at the Patch. I'd already seen them down here at the um, at the Civic Youth Club and they played the Stupids and that. But anyway, so I went up to Blackie after the show because back then if you saw them walking in the street, it was like, Ugh. you know, like that, you mm. know, that was... Because they were like heroes, yeah, lime spiders and that. But yeah, Blackie, I went up to Blackie. There was Cash and Ray. Ray talked to me as well. But I said to Blackie, I said, Blackie, I really want to start a band. I was 16, maybe yeah. 17, 16. I said, I really want to start a band. I just don't know how to do it. He goes, just do it. I said, yeah, but I can't play an instrument. Just he start. goes, he just goes, we couldn't all play either. So what we did is we just, we grew together. And I thought, oh, fuck. So the next time they came, we supported them. As self-inflicted so that was a year later mm. we supported them as self-inflicted we were like young and uh i think we were 17 then and i just thought fuck and he was so uh he shared everything he was so given with his time and everything i thought to myself if i ever play in a band i'm going to be like him mm. and them how they were to their fans if they yep. ever got fans whatever but just encouraging people right yeah then so, I always wanted to be, like, a musician. Obviously, it was, like, the only thing I really felt good at. Yeah. And, um, obviously, I'd seen, like, Dad do it. Yeah. And we did that, like, as kids and stuff. But I remember hearing hard-ons for the first time. And I was like, oh, my God, it's rock and roll, but they sing about love? Yeah. Like, you can do that? Mm. Yeah. Like, it was just so cool. Like, and it was I was punk like, rock with just that cool, Yeah, you know, and it's catchy. Yeah. And I was like, if I'm ever in a band... I want to be like hard on. Yeah. Like, I want to be like that. And then... And then... Blackie, like, again, he supported me so much. Like, but tell him about when I took you down to see them at um at the hall. Yeah. In... um, And that was the first time you got to talk to them. I was a bit young to remember exactly. Yeah, but remember he what, said... I remember what do you, the show, He but, said, oh, what do you want to hear? He pointed to Charlotte. Charlotte and he said, what do you want to hear? And she goes... Suck and swallow! Like that. And he goes, oh, no, this is a family-friendly show. Yeah, and I didn't and she know said, what that was. <laughs> she said, could you play Girl in the Sweater? Mm. Right? He knew that my, my kids, um, they haven't they hadn't played it for years and years and yeah, years. Yeah. Murray probably didn't even know. He said to Murray, do you know it? He goes, yeah, they played it. Mm. Fuck, yeah. And that was at the hall in, in yeah. um, on the way down the coast. What's it called? Uh, like Myron Braidwood. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Braidwood Hall. We drove down there and before the show, he talked to them all and everything like that. And when we were driving home, Charlotte said, Dad, that's what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. And I said, really? And I said, she said, yeah, her birthday was coming up and I got her her first mm. electric guitar and the rest yeah. is history. And every, he was so, that was so cool taking photos mm. at the end with you guys. And, and every time we play in Sydney, like Blackie's always there. Yeah. Always there. But he, he supported you guys heaps, didn't he? Getting mm. you to play. Ray as well. Yeah. And he, like, wrote me, like, a letter and stuff. Yeah. And, like, signed stuff for me. Yeah. And, yeah, he's a really good but guy. But he's a really... They all are. And I, I, I'll always say this, mm. and, I, and it's controversial, but um, I love that they're called the hard-ons and everything, but if they were called a different name... Yeah. ...that wasn't so controversial and mm. they got hammered by back in the day, like all this sort of stuff. The funniest one was when they people were saying they were Nazis and, they, you know, they're all... They're, they're totally multicultural. Mm. Um, that, you know, like, if they had a different name, they would have been <laughs> huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
you know, yeah, bigger than you know. I know they're bigger in the world, but yeah. like you know, in the, they would have been. You know, we had Rat Cat that went like yeah. crazy. You know, Rat Cat stole their shit. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Well, the thing is. Um, there's been a few bands over the years that had like controversial names and sometimes well even people think our name's controversial and i'm like well controversial hassled because of the harlot part didn't you yeah Yeah, well like things what's considered controversial changes like hard on wouldn't be considered fucking as controversial now. now yeah no um but even like if you go back far enough like Queen cop shit because they were yep. called Queen. Yeah. Like and God in Melbourne cop shit because they were called God. And now you get bands that are called like fucking aborted and shit yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like but, and a, they use it to try to get you know an, a reaction and yeah. stuff like that. But I'll tell you just one thing. Back to the hard on. First time I ever saw a play with the hard ons. Yeah. When you know, and then um, Blackie said something nice to me about. I had tears in my eyes. Yeah. And like I, he grabbed me and said, yeah. "I bet you're fucking proud, H." You know, mm. and I was like. Mm. And I was emotional because I know that like dad had supported them as well, and it was like a full circle moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty. It was that was a great night, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And when Tim Rogers, on the last time they supported him, when he said to, he goes, and Charlton Harlot, you little punks, I look forward to supporting you in two years' time. Yeah. And I thought that was classic, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, that he yeah. He said that. Well, we we had that moment um, with um, friends of Ron where I was like, what's it feel like to support? you know yeah. for supports and that sort of shit so it was like a good moment for that one mm. um but there was a story that i actually um you that you told me which i wanted to bring up on the show now you can clear this up if it's true yeah, or not yeah. but um here we go <laughs> hayden told me that there might have been a photo in your guitar case that he'd planted there was that a thing like like before a the photo, uh, or yeah. a a photo oh, there's a letter thing as well but the the photo of me and jeff when i said this was the first this night oh yeah i fucking opened my guitar case <laughs> and like dad always right because dad and i have a really good like relationship yeah i opened my guitar case and i was like <gasps> like just trying to always cry. like a little like, write a little oh note or something but what it was it was a photo of me and our our bass player yeah together yeah mm. and we were like 16 or 17 it makes me want to cry now it was and just like oh my god it was the first night that we Mm. We're about to go and support the hard-ons. Mm. Yeah. But back then they had like, we'd do an all-ages show in the afternoon and then the night show. Mm. And it was the first time we were going to go play with the hard-ons. And the night, the first night that she supported the hard-ons, I put it in there and wrote on the back about it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was pretty special. What Even a Even I still got that cool. photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the special part, the bit yeah. that you still have it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, the problem the is... The mum printed it out for me. That's, that's rad, man. It's like... It's one of those things, though, like, over the years, sometimes you don't think the significance of something at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the amount I of, like... I taken way more photos. The, the amount of... See, I'm aware of that now, and yeah. I'm glad that, like, because as I, I get older... Because I always tell you about... Yeah, we yeah. have digital Losing now, it's shit. easier, yeah. but... I like the amount of posters I've missed out on. Like my brother, Luke, he's been really good at keeping everything. Mm. Like, he, he got um, stuff signed from, like, bands that, like... Um, aren't ever going to come back to Australia just yeah. because they're like are too big now yeah you know what I mean like it's that so always sucks it sucks and they're in between bands aren't yeah, they they yeah. can't fill a stadium but they can yeah yeah, yeah they're, they're too big for like a, a bar but not big enough for, for a stadium yeah. you know what I mean and Australia's got that problem yeah we, uh, we get it with comedy as well yeah. but um, now here's the we'll close on this one um, being the final question um, because it might run a little bit over but this is a but question but we need to talk about Sonic Druid yeah well okay well 
we, we, we need to we need to talk about every Australian band okay. and then we'll close. No, All that's right. it. Um, no, but no, just our new band. Yeah, so we'll, we'll cl- okay, we'll close on that as a plug. But um, there's a question that I never really specifically asked on the show. Um, but it's something that um, having Hayden on the last episode and having sh- sh- stuff with Hayden, it's a really fucking interesting cr- question that is brought to the table. Um, what's the first album you ever bought with your own money? If I'm honest, Tell the on. Veronica's hooked me up. <laughs> there we go. Nothing wrong with that. And that was probably <laughs> the first gig I went to. That would have been probably like 2006 or seven. Mm. Um, now the that first gig I changed you, my life. The first yeah. gig you went to was I took you to go see You and I when they played um, the New Year's Eve New Year's thing. Eve thing. No, the Veronica's <laughs> was way before that because I was Are like you six. Sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a good first show to go to. Is the Veronica's? Yeah, I still have the t-shirt. I wear it all the time. Oh, fuck yeah, that's um, cool. The yeah, that's awesome. Mine was Skyhooks. Yeah, mine was. Um, mine was. Cradle of Filth, Damnation in a Day. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit better, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Damnation in a Day. And I didn't buy it from the CD s- store. Um, I bought it off my brother who bought it from fucking Sanity. Um, because, and I didn't buy it with, I bought posters with my money and then swapped the posters for the CD. So before you, I used to, do you remember those poster booklets that used to have like a bunch of different so there was a thing called like heavy metal poster or yeah. something it was like a magazine and oh, what you'd yeah, do yeah, yeah, is you'd, yeah. un, you'd unfold the, the metal. You'd unstaple it unstaple it and yeah. then open it up and there'd be mm. all these posters to, in there even Kiss had them yeah I'd buy them so, the and I would just plaster my fucking room with these posters mm. yep. even if it was a band that I was like oh I guess they're okay and I had like a spot I would do that mm. and I would just like if there was like a better band I'd pull that one down yep. and put it up we used but to the do that prob- in the toilet didn't we the problem was they would put the poster on the back of another one so you, yeah if there was like two cool ones you're like fuck who do i choose and then you like flip between the two yeah. so, but then when my brother and sisters were angry at me they used to rip down my favorite mm. posters my sister ripped all my kiss posters for the i same found reason. out a way that if you got a high resolution image the way that my printer was at home you could print like say you wanted to print it over like eight pages or nine pages, say, like three by three, yeah. A4 pages, it would split it up. So it'd print out number one and it would be like like the top corner of it. And yeah. then like, and then I'd sit there and fucking cut them all out and stick it together to make it like a whole thing. Oh, cool. But awesome. the problem was you'd get to like nine of nine and the printer would run out of ink. So the bottom <laughs> corner of the thing would like be like fucking, like it looked like a negative because there was like no black oh, toner left. No. So you just have this like, I remember I had um, the album cover from Korn, um, Korn's... Uh, see you on the other side. Yeah. And it was just like, it was all like bright and colorful. And then the bottom corner was just like, looked like it was like from the underworld or something. <laughs> like it was just like, it was just all fucked up. That's so classic. Um, but yeah, that's my first album and, and that. But let, let's do plugs for any, okay. anything I just coming wanna, up. I just want to tell you um, about this. Yeah. So uh, you, I've told you before, years, years ago when I got cancer, blah, 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 I said I wanted to make something to leave behind you know and then i um i wanted to make sure that i was totally in remission and you know i got the go clear no more hotspots, all that so i rang up i said to the kids i said we're going to make a jenkins family band right we've always wanted to do it you know charlotte 
Hope can play. Jack is a sick guitarist, but he would never play live. He's multiple as well. He does hip hop. We've got like Jasper. We didn't have a drummer. Even William, our little bloke, he's he's um, just turned nine. Eight. Eight. Sorry. And we're gonna. Everyone's gonna. Even Doctor Watson, right? Didn't have a drummer. Mm. So I rang up Joel and I said, Joel. I told him about it, and he said I would be. You know, I'll, I'd I'd be stoked to play on it. So Joel Rock and Roll from you know which girl Armored yep. Angel and that. My favourite drummer, by the way, besides Dan, is. Uh, going to be playing on the Jenkins family band. We weren't going to call it that. We're going to call it Sonic Druid. Nice. Because, uh, just for a bit of fun. Yeah. But, so we're going to play a couple of songs, record them, and we're going to get impressed. Fuck yeah. But there is nothing, what I wanted to say out of all of this, the proudest I have ever been yeah. in my <laughs> in my life is playing music with my kids. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So I get a bit emotional about that. But yeah, that is like when I said that to Blackie, he said, fuck, man, you must have. A, I said, mate, the biggest thing for me is when all the everything's set up in my lounge room yeah. and we all play together. Yeah, yeah. But we started that when you were young, didn't we? So yeah. it's been all through your life. But to see it as I'm older, yep. it's like, oh, man. So that's why I want to record it. Yeah, but yeah cool. Joel Get said, it. fuck yeah, I'll, I'll play on it. So I'm yeah, just fuck yeah. so stoked. So everyone, hopefully it'll be out in December and mm. uh, you can have a listen to it. That's fucking awesome, man. We'll, <sighs> we'll um, be able to do that as a, as a show in itself. Yeah, sorry, I get so. a bit... Oh, just, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, that, that's all good, man. It's fucking good shit. Um, mm. I... Um, I did I okay I'll share I'll share an emotional story yeah. for me not it's not like emotional as in like um like I'm going to get emotional yeah. I can just tell you this now in, in as a laugh but um so my missus will say to me like um are you okay and I'm like yeah yeah I'm fine I'm fine and I've never like cried in front of her or anything okay. we've been together for a while and I just never fucking showed like any more emotion than like anger yeah um and because uh, that's what because that's that's you <laughs> yeah. know because that's what happens when you're a tough cunt yeah exactly so, um so we're, we're driving out to visit her f- uncles that live out of town you know and it's part of the last part of the family that I haven't met yet right mm. and we're driving out there and she's driving and I'm just like scrolling on my phone and um, I see that one of the bands that I interviewed on this show called Lycanthrope yep. won the um, the um, Wacken Fest support to play in Germany. They So they played for... I don't play that. So yeah, so they played... Um, they played here in Canberra. They played like all over the place, um, and then eventually they they won the the support spot to represent Australia and New Zealand. And yeah. I seen them play backroom basement to like a decent crowd, maybe forty people. Mm. But now I learn that they're going to be in front of like thousands oh, of people, right? That's yeah. So we're fucking driving out there, and it's a five piece band, so it's always been trouble for them like to tour as much because it's hard to coordinate everyone's schedule. They've got a big band, they've got a big kit and all this shit. And I'm driving out there, and I'm like, man, I interviewed these guys in 2018, and the, and I said to them, like, you guys are really cool. Like, once mm. you get the right recognition, you'll see it blow up. 
and then they were performing in this Wacken festival and um, they performed at the basement and I said like I like you better buy your tickets boys that was a good fucking set and the singer said to me it's just like yeah man who I fuck? yeah yeah right <laughs> and we're driving out to this place and I see that they won and um I, and I'm just sitting there going like they put in so much work to this, and I started tearing up. <laughs> oh, it's like watching it. your baby grow up. And, oh, I love it. And my missus, and my missus just goes like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, no I'm not fucking okay." <laughs> <laughs> For the first time, I actually showed emotion, so I didn't give a fuck about anything that's happened up to this point. And the first time she seen me cry was when I'm like. They got the support for Wacken. Oh, <laughs> that's classic. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Uh, so, fuck. It, oh, mate, just... I cried in that movie. Ta- uh, is it Tangled? No, yeah. he cried in Brave. He cried in High School Musical. He I cried, cried in, in High 17 again. Mate, what, uh, 18 again, is it? 17 oh, again. Oh, 17 again. Um, that I, gets me going. I have I, to watch that at least once a month. I, I, I felt it in uh, Click. I don't know oh, yeah. why, but for some reason, Click did it yep. for me. I um, cry because Kate Beckinsale is so beautiful. She's in that, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't know. I've just seen fucking Adam Sandler's fathead, and it sends me in into the emotional spiral. Um, yeah, but anyway, thanks heaps for being on the show. I thanks, appreciate mate. it. I, I'm really us. excited to see um, the traje- trajectory of Charlotte and Harlots from yeah. when I first seen you guys to now. Thank I can't you. imagine what it'll we be like in years. We haven't talked about her solo record. We forgot to talk about that. Fuck that! that, that That's whole Dude, I can't podcast. do an episode without a teaser at the no, end. Well, You've she, got to fucking. Recording, she's writing, and we're going to be recording soon a, a video clip yeah. for her solo album. We're going up to Wollongong, and Richie from Tumbleweed, who's doing our TV show, mm. is recording her and a cat in the car. Fuck yeah! <laughs> no, I, um, yeah. it's it's always good to get plugs and stuff like that to know what everyone else yeah. is doing on the Plus, side. You know, so proud dad. Proud dad. dad, proud dad moment. So, th- dad. Uh, thanks heaps for being on the show, Thank and uh, thanks, thanks everyone for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Yeah.